Hello and welcome to the Ball and All podcast. Uh, this is your weekly basketball show, but for the BAL, it's a daily one. We call it the Daily Recap, where we discuss all the basketball that have happened in the Basketball African League throughout the day. And so today is the second day of the playoffs. The second quarterfinals have just has just concluded. What a humdinger of a game it was. It was really good. Um, and it was just so good to see how African basketball is just of a high quality. And that was what, what was good. My name is Mpo Mudwani, and you can follow me on uh, Twitter and on Facebook. I'm currently live on Twitter right now, also on YouTube. Please uh, like the YouTube video and also subscribe to the channel. Thank you very much for everyone who has done so already. Uh, really, really appreciate it. Um, and 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 would like to obviously extend my gratitude and let you know that you can send me comments and follow and and I will I will take them aboard. I really do appreciate the commentary there. Um, this yesterday we got the first semi-finals. Zamalek uh, had our first semi-finalist, which is Zamalek and Petro de Luanda, setting that up for Saturday 2 p.m. We needed to figure out who the second semi-finalists were going to be, and that happened today. And the great thing about today was you got the 1-8 matchup between Monastir and Duanes from Senegal and Tunisia, and you got the Patriots of Rwanda and Ferrario to finish it off. Let's go to the first one. Monastir taking on Duanes. It was a complete mismatch from a quality standpoint. Monastir are a very good team. You could see that Tunisia are the best team in Africa, having won Afro Basket the last time out. They were just so quality. The big stat that tells me that this team is so quality is too much quality was the assists. Monastir had 28 assists for their 86 points. It's got 86, the one has got 82, 62. I beg your pardon, it was 86, 62 at the end. 28 assists. There were four players in double digits. Whereas the starters for Duanes had no players in double digits. It was the bench who had two players in double digits. That was uh, uh that was Sheikh Bamba and um and and, and Mama Dufai. So it was a it was a real just a, a, a proper lesson for Duanes in championship basketball. Um Monastir moved the ball around. Ben Macrem was really good. He had 16 points and six assists, um, who I think is the best player in that team and probably uh, one of the best players in this tournament. Um, and then you've got um, Majok James, who is the center from South Sudan. He's got 17 points, uh, six from eight from the field, who was just really good inside. Also a great defensive presence, uh, really forcing Duanes to, 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 to score points. And then Radwan Sliman, the captain, he scored 16 points, scoring three from six from three. Really good. And Marcus Crawford, their American, uh, who comes off the bench, he scored 15 points as well. Um, but it was just a, a game where it was handled by the Monastir point guards, Obada, as well as Wael Araki, and they just were pulling the strings, giving the, uh, the assists and, and setting the table for Monastir. I think Duanas have played a really great tournament. They've done really well to get to where they are. It was just that there was that level, that step up in quality that they were missing. And it was just really sad to see, but it was uh, for them because obviously you wanted a, a bit of a of, of an upset. And, 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 and it could have happened because in the first quarter, they were only down by two. And then after that, the game just went away from them. They were down by three. Then after that, the games went away from them. They were down by 11 in the second quarter, so done by 14 by half time. And then it just opened up. And you can't be scoring 
you can't be scoring across the quarters, averaging in the high teens. You cannot. You need to be breaking 20 regularly, and you need to be scoring. And that's what you get. I think with the West African teams we've seen in this tournament, they're really good defensively. But when it comes to offense, they really struggle. There's always only that one player who can score, whereas these teams have three, four, even players coming off the bench who are scorers. Um, uh, and that's that's the type of a caliber for, of a championship team. And Monastir really uh, have put a stake on the ground entirely throughout the tournament. They are the favorites. Uh, no one's going to hide it. It's just the question of they're going to have to wait for the massive battle between Zamalek and Petro de Luanda to figure it out. But I'm not writing the Patriots out. We'll talk about them now. So let's talk about that Patriots game. Um, Patriots again against Ferraviario. Two teams came through the qualifiers. It was a really good matchup. The four-five matchup in any playoff setting is always intriguing because it's 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 high quality. It's a it's effectively like a semi-final before the semi-final um, in this thing because obviously both teams there's not a massive gap between both teams in terms of the mismatch, and that's what we that's what we got. Ferroviario Ferroviario started very slowly in that in the, in the first quarter. Their shooting wasn't great. They were 20% in the first quarter. They tried uh, to 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 improve it, but it just didn't work out. Um, and 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 but uh, for, from three, the shooting wasn't great from the field as well. They and and the trick about this game was both teams had the same number of turnovers, but one team had. One team had 35 points off of the turnovers, whereas the other team, 32 points of turnovers, where the other team only had about 10. That's the difference between this game. Ferroviario will be kicking themselves because they were the team with only 10 points of turnovers. They were the team that had more free throws. That they had, uh, they went to the free throw line 20 times. They got, they only scored 17, whereas the um, the Patriots went to the free throw line 25 times, only got 12. So they both need, well, well, for Aviaric, you can't improve much from 85%. But the trick for, for me in this game were the turnovers, the points of the turnovers. They were getting uh, defensive, re- they were getting offensive rebounds. They just weren't putting them back. For Aviario had uh, more offensive rebounds than, um, than, uh, than uh, the Patriots. So it was 21 to 14. And they couldn't capitalize on the second chance points. The only differential they got from the second chance points on those extra six possessions were only two points. That was the difference in this game. And it was the defensive. The thing about the Patriots today, they came out with their big guns. They came out with a Prince eBay and a Brandon Costner front court. That is playing. That's a two center model. That was just incredible to see. Uh, one Brandon Costner, as you know, plays the Marcus Sewell game, so he likes to hang around the the the, um, the the perimeter a lot. But from a defensive standpoint, it anchored them really well because obviously the bigs Ajay Baru couldn't move, and then um, Muchade, the captain of of Ferrari, couldn't do much. He scored quite a few points, but he couldn't do much in the paint to try get his his time. Every time they went up for the ball, there were hands everywhere. Um, both teams were really good defensively. It just came down to the back end when they were doing some plays. Um, there were some free throws that that that, that um, Ferrario missed. There was a free throw that uh, Ajay Baru missed in the end, and then they cost themselves free throws. A high tension game, lots of technicals that that that, that teams will, will so well. I think Ferrario will regret, especially the technical that uh, Mick Kabongo got. But the key thing today with uh, the Patriots that they did defensively was that they shut down Kabongo and Massa. Both of them only combined for 21 points, where Massa averages 20 points in this in this, in this tournament alone by himself. They, they average for 21 points. And then on top of that, 
um, both of them were five for 27 from the field. They took 27 shots, could only make five of them. That was the that was the, essentially the key for the Patriots. But you could also say there was some uh, there was another key. They had the third man. Or, or the or the sixth man being the crowd, and then the president arrived. Uh, there was Paul Kagame came through with uh, Emmanuel Macron. The, uh, the, I think Macron had a state visit in Rwanda and Kigali. Got to see the beautiful arena and also got to watch some high quality basketball. It was a really great game. Went down to the wire. That's the type of stuff you want from the Basketball Africa League, and that's and and it was really entertaining. If you watched it, I I was entertained. So if you watched it, please let me know if you were entertained by it because I was. Really excited for this team. Kennedy Gasana came coming out with 23.7 from 13 from the field. Really great performance, especially in a night with a with, with three-point shots weren't going down. But there was one man who, if you got the ball to, would light it down. And the problem was Ferraviero were down by 10, they came back. Down by 10 again, they came back. Then they led by six. And then they and then the Patriots came back. And and the man who brought them back was Aristide Mugabe. He scored 18 points all from the perimeter. They were down by they were down by four. He, he they were down by 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 two. He got them to be up by one. He opened up the lead to four points, just shooting really well from three, using the screen effectively, getting that open shot, moving quite effectively. And the Patriots really found them. Uh, and and great, um, great, great, great substitutions from Alan Major because I kept on questioning why Sedar Sagamba wasn't being played a lot more and Mugabe was. But then we found out in the fourth quarter how clutch he is and was truly, truly clutch. The big boys of this team came out today was Mugabe, the captain, as well as uh, Kennedy, Kenny, Kenny, Kenneth Kasana, who really took this game away from uh, Ferrario. Ferrario will be, and I've said it before, it's a one-hit wonder. If you have a cold night from the three, it's over. Alvaro Massa really tried. He couldn't get to, could only manage about 10 points. And yeah, it just didn't work out well for and this Ferroviario team, Ferroviario team, but great tournament from them. Really shone the Southern African flag high. We have some really good basketball here in Southern Africa, and it was really good to see that from a continental perspective that um, all parts of the continent were represented in the final four. With obviously uh, you've got uh, you've got Luanda uh, from Southern Africa, you've got Patriots from the east. Then you've got uh, Monastir and Zamalek in the north. Uh, so that's really, really good to see. So then now let's look at the um, at the at the schedule and what it what the playoff seeds look like. So obviously with the games having happened, now we've got our final four. Here's our final four. It's Zamalek uh, group winners of group uh, of group C, the group B winners in Petro de Luanda, and you've got group A winners Monastir and group A runners up. Patriots in the first semi-final, Zamalek and Pedro de Luanda is going to be um, both games are going to be massive humdingers, but this one is really, really important because um obviously they're the top, they're part of the top three teams in this tournament, and they're going to give give us a really incredible game. Monastir and Patriots is a rematch of that first round game. Um Patriots did end up losing that game. They gave a bit of they've great they gave a really good fight but this time they're going to need to fight a little bit harder in order for them but hopefully the third man will get them through so that's going to happen on saturday then on sunday the losers will play each other in third and fourth place playoff and the winners will play at four o'clock on sunday to be the champions of the inaugural basketball africa league 
Um, one other thing for people who are asking how Jermaine Cole played, Jermaine Cole has gone home to be with his family. He only played the three games. He did actually sign to play the three games. So uh, he really, well, yeah, the, the, well, it's going to be up to you to tell us whether you think he played well or not. I think he, he as a role player, did what he needed to do. I just hope that, I just wish he could have been free, uh, he got himself a lot freer um, in order for us to see that three-point shooting come live, and I think that's the one thing. But he, from a hustle perspective, from a defensive perspective, from a professional perspective, he did an incredible job. I can't fault him, and I'm really happy that he did come down. Joaquin Noah is in Rwanda also watching some of the games, so that's really awesome to see as well. So really do enjoy. I'll be back on Saturday to talk about the, uh, the, the semifinals that have happened, and then on Sunday for the recap of the finals day. So from myself and Paul, you've been listening to the Basketball Africa League Daily Recap on the Ball and All podcast. Um, have a good night and goodbye. And in uh, Setswana, Lesale, Kakafiso. <laughs>